How would we acquire feet pics from Alexandria Ocario Cortez without capital to exchange them for? Please, God, someone tell me. I need this. <laughs> Let's say hypothetically that when uh, when you use Discord, uh, you uh, you were interfacing with other people who knew how to get feet pics from your favorite politicians. <laughs> <laughs> rather than pictures of underage women on the internet. Let's say, hypothetically, that I did have a Pornhub account. And, <laughs> hypothetically, and hypothetically, I was connected to the Bluetooth speaker while visiting my parents. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's, let's say, hypothetically, I was paying $150,000 a year to get deep fakes of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's feet. <laughs> <laughs> you deep fake a foot? <laughs> well, that's that's, find that's one a of the way. things. That's find one of the things I'm bringing up today. Uh, feet people are so good at recognizing feet online that they've actually been able to recognize a deep fake based on someone's like feet versus face. Oh yeah, the AOC. Are you talking about the AOC foot controversy where there were yeah. pictures? Oh yeah, I remember. I remember that like it was yesterday. I then don't. Ben Shapiro tweeted like eight times about her feet. <laughs> I don't know what you got. Okay, don't spoil this for me now. I have no idea what you're talking about. Let's say, hypothetically, <laughs> that liberal Democrat, uh, Alexandria Ocario Cortez, stopped showering. <laughs> oh, God. Would you not agree that her feet would still sticky and sweaty? Uh, let's imagine, if you will, uh, that uh, I also went to Congress. <laughs> You think that I would be able to see Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's feet on a hot summer day if she were not wearing socks. Now, for the sake of argument, let's assume that a filibuster is going on. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been standing on her heels for six and a half hours. Now, hypothetically, if I were to hand her a $300 in an envelope, would you say that she would give me her stockings? <laughs> Connor, do you have Discord open yet? Yes, I do. Can you send me your username? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's say hypothetically that oh. Alexander Ocasio Cortez stepped on my uh, means uh, uh, stepped on my means of reproduction. Oh God! <laughs> Liberal Democrats are so excited to assault conservatives. In fact, I had a dream last night where Alexandria Ocasio Cortez put her toes into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is not where toes go. Welcome back to another episode of the loudest podcast, loudest podcast on the internet. My name is Saraja, and I'm here to say that I have to sleep on the couch now because... <laughs> I was laughing so hard at Turning Point USA memes that I had to get up and move to the couch because I was afraid I was going to wake you up. I, uh, and of course, I'm Asterius Kokono, so the co-host of the show. <laughs> um, yeah, the other night I'm in bed and I hear like... <laughs> <laughs> that is what I sound like when I laugh. But I didn't know. I thought... Okay, I thought she's choking. She's having a, uh, what is it? This? I, she's having a sleep apnea. I'm like, oh God, it's contagious now. She's got the sleep apnea. She's having an asthma attack. I need to save her. Something, yeah. Like a, And then I, I go, no, she, she doesn't snore. Oh no, she's crying. She's crying about something. She must have read something and she's crying about something. And I'm like, I'm like, Sriracha, are you okay? And then she says. Oh, I'm better than okay. I'm just, 
laughing hysterically at Charlie Kirk memes. She's reading the Toilet Paper USA subreddit. It's three in the goddamn morning on like a Thursday night, and she's and she and she is keeping herself awake with memes. I laughed so hard I gave myself hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you did. At three in the fucking morning. Uh, the one that really got me was so you know Turning Point USA memes, right? Explain those to the people. Um, like yeah. So I don't know. Whenever you see a meme of like a of like a lady holding a gun, looking mean, like. And- Mm-hmm. If women want rights, why boobs? Yes. <laughs> Seriously, sincerely, conservatives. Yeah, I- exactly. And so, uh, so what's toilet? So what's toilet paper USA? They just edit those to say funny things. And the one that really got me was a meme of Charlie Kirk, and they always make his face two times smaller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on the mm-hmm. memes, it feels like a Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at it, but it said, Dear liberals, if cum is stored in the balls, why is it currently dripping out of my ass? So, of course, <laughs> this is the kind of thing that's going to render you unable to sleep. <laughs> and speak or breathe. Oh, my goodness. So she, so she moved to the living room. She brought the pork out there with her. I came out at like six in the morning because I've been going to the gym early. Have you, and you can back me up on yes, this. Yes, you have. I'm very impressed. I told Sriracha that I was going to the gym every morning at 6 a.m. And she said, quote, I don't believe you. <laughs> you don't have to lie to me. I'm trying. You know why I'm getting to the gym at 6 a.m., by the way? Because it's when there's the least amount of COVID in the gym. And there is always like a big bucket of COVID dumped over every machine because nobody is wearing their mask. It's like there's a fog machine of just COVID-19. Yeah, they're just shooting it all over the gym. It's insane. But I get out of bed to go to the gym and I see her and like I grab a little blanket and like I wrap it around her and like she's using the Kirby as a pillow. So like I get the I get the pillow and I see that her pores is falling to the floor and I like put it in her arms and I'm like, there, there, little shit lord. <laughs> I see you really tuckered yourself out on reading memes about cum and balls. You hysterically laughed too hard at Charlie Kirk's tiny face. <laughs> it's, it, it's very small. Rest well, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a lot of show today. Um, We have an interview. Look, it's been fucking footapalooza on this show for the past couple of weeks. And of course, my question is why? Why? <laughs> why? Why, God, why? Why have you abandoned me? Why? So to explain the foot people, and by the way, you don't want whatever you are to be surrounded by the word the and the word people. <laughs> for the foot people, we got a sexpert on our, our regular, he's a regular guest of ours, um, who's going to be coming on in the second half of the show to explain why feet people are the way they are. Dr. Hentai will be here <laughs> joining Do- us. Dr. Hentai himself. And um and uh, also uh this is a, this is going to be a, this is a very big week for anime in the Coconos Rancho household. So Unfortunately. We'll, we'll be talking a lot about anime and some new manga. But first, uh, you want to do a TikTok takedown? Absolutely. Today's TikTok takedown, our new segment where we laugh about TikToks because our valiant president, Donald Trump, has. <laughs> so w- this section is sponsored by our valiant president, Donald Trump, who did save TikTok. Um, Asterios, did you know? See, here I was. I want to become wealthy one day, right? Mm-hmm. And here I was thinking I had to be like working and investing my money. It turns out all I had to do was jerk off. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I would like to introduce you to sex magic. I don't know. The TikToks don't have names, but we're going to learn about some sex magic today. Okay. Is, this, is it time to play the thing? You want me to play the thing? Absolutely. Oh, God. Okay. She has tried to play this for me a couple of times now <laughs> in real life. And I can only get through like 10 seconds of it. And so it's just like, I'll watch your stupid thing, but it's going to be on the show. And that's it. That's it. I'll watch it for content, not for fun. What I'm about to share comes with an 18 and over warning. So if you're under 18, wait until you're 18. You can hear it. Just wait until you're 18, okay? I'm like an older sister, not a mother. Clearly. (laughs) The easiest way to manifest a specific person or your dream job or your dream anything is through sex magic. Sex magic. Now listen carefully. This is very serious and you don't want to screw it up. Sex magic is very, very potent. So if you do this, it will work. So be careful what you wish for. We never want to mess with anybody's heads. We never want to manipulate. What the fuck is she? Who is this and what is she talking about? I don't know. Some bitch in her car is talking about if you want to manifest. You know about manifesting is serious. No. We never want to mess with anybody's heads. We never want to manipulate. However, putting aside that this is for your higher good and the greater good of the collective, feel free to manifest whatever it is that you want while you either play with yourself or with a knowing partner that is willing and supportive. Wait, is she saying, like, if you wish on a fuck, the wish come true? See, Asterios, here I was thinking that we need to support Chainlink and shill it constantly. Turns out all you need to do is masturbate and think about Sergei Nazarov. I'm so confused by this. And I may be confused because this seems, this is almost too simple. And it's so simple that I hate it. But is this lady saying that she wants, me to jerk off while I think about a car and then I get the car? Let me simplify this for you. Thank you. So you know how you've been having sex and thinking about like women and their bodies and how much you like what's going on? Yes. That's like running on a treadmill. Total wasted energy. (laughs) What you need to be doing is fucking and thinking about how Chainlink is going to reach $1,000. But what? But isn't that not very nice for the lady if I'm not thinking about the nice lady who's there, who's doing me a sexual favor? Were you listening to the lady? You only do it with consenting partners. So both of you have to be thinking about how Chainlink's going to reach $1,000. Oh, that's a conversation I am not willing to have with (laughs) with my sexual partner. Like, hey, while we're doing it, I really want you to be thinking about how they're going to bring back chicken selects at McDonald's. (laughs) Because I really miss chicken selects, and I know they have buttermilk tenders, but those are not chicken selects. Now, let's get to fucking, sweetheart. Uh, that, that sounds rude. When I fuck, I think about how Sheehan should bring back that promo code that I used to steal all that stuff. Can you explain this to the listeners? <laughs> okay, so Once Upon a Time, Sheehan is a website for very, very cheap clothing from China. And every Sunday, they have free shipping on everything. So there was a very brief, very beautiful moment in time where you could steal shit from Shein because they had a promo code that would take $2 off your order. So a lot of the stuff on the website was $2. So when you put one thing in your cart, combine it with the promo code and the free shipping, they would just send you a bunch of shit for free. And it was beautiful. And I ordered 50 separate packages and then they shut it down. We. Okay, well, that explains 
that month when we just got like 30 things from China. Yeah, because you have to order each one individually to get the full discount. Oh my goodness. Were any of the clothes any good? Yeah, I'm wearing them right now. Oh, okay. I like those clothes, actually. Wow. Well, no, now I really like them. <laughs> oh, Sriracha just did, did a little shimmy to the camera. Patreon.com slash serious. Just $15 to see the shimmy. <laughs> it's a really nice shimmy. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. Um, well, all right. Sex magic. What if we think about something like world peace or like like feeding the hungry people? While like we're doing the sex magic. Oh my God, we need to manifest the end of COVID. Yo, <laughs> everyone out there, talk to your partners and say tonight while we're boning down, while we're doing things with our face in a one position, but maybe our butt in a different position, we're going to think about how this coof got to go away. You need to visualize yourself getting a COVID vaccine while you are fucking. That is such a good goddamn idea. Hey, we will be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. Asterios, I've been reading some mango lately. Now by mango, do you mean manga? What the fuck is a manga? Just say it normal. You can't, you people, you people change one letter of a thing and you think that's a joke. It's it's manga. It's not mango and animu. I was recently turned on to this manga called Onani Master Kurosawa, which I think directly translates to Masturbation Master Kurosawa. And let me tell you about this. So uh, Master Kurosawa Every day, he has a daily ritual that mm -hmm. he completes at his school, right? And the daily ritual is he goes into, on the third floor of the school, there's an abandoned girl's bathroom. So he takes that time to lock him in the stall and just violently masturbate to his female classmates. So every single day, he jerks off in this bathroom. And one day, he's going to jerk off in the bathroom. He finishes. He comes out. And there's a redheaded girl who sees him come out of the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh, shit, I need to cover this up real quick. He's like, oh, no, please. This isn't what it looks like. I was just returning cleaning supplies. And she's like, oh, OK. She walks along. He thinks that he's saved. The next couple of weeks, that redheaded girl moves into his class and she's getting bullied, like relentlessly bullied by these two girls. They fuck with her constantly. They like pour shit in her food. They mess with her hair. They like clap erasers on her. Just nonstop torture. And one day Kurosawa has enough and he's like, I'm going to bring retribution upon these two bullies. So when they are at gym class, when the girls are at gym class, he sneaks into the classroom because Japanese kids change their clothes in the classroom. And he takes the two bullies school uniforms and he jizzes all over them <laughs> and returns them. And it's like a big to do. He doesn't get caught. And he, it seems to be the perfect crime. Then after school, he's beating off in the bathroom again. And the redheaded girl comes over and knocks on the door. He's like, Kurosawa, you're in there, right? And he's freaking the fuck out. He doesn't answer. She's like, I know you're in there. And I know you're the one that jizzed all over those uniforms. And he speaks and he tries to defend himself. And she says, oh, okay, now I'm definitely sure that you're in there. So he kind of fucked himself over. And she says, if you don't, continue to jizz on my bully's uniforms. Like, if we don't weaponize your cum, I'm going to tell everybody what you did. And I don't want to spoil this because this manga is so much better than it has any right to be. So please go read it. Why did he go back to that bathroom? His That spot's blown up. You can't go back. That's, for, for a person named Masturbation Master Kurosawa, he's making a rookie mistake. Look, 
Your cover's blown in the abandoned girl's bathroom. You gotta find a janitor's closet. You gotta find a duct. You gotta go into like the the haunted faculty break room from the 1800s. You can't go back to the scene of the crime. Yeah, at least go jerk off in the pool shed or something. Something. So he goes back to the bathroom and the same person that finds him the first time finds him a second time. Wow, what a surprise. He's like, how the fuck did you know I was in here? And she said, I knew you were lying about the cleaning supplies. And he said, how is that possible? And she says, because I was there to return cleaning supplies. For someone who likes cleaning supplies, she sure does have a dirty mind. So she's like blackmailing this kid. Yeah, 100%. Into jerking it onto... Now I'm guessing that he doesn't stop with just these two girls. It's like all the bullies get punished. Right. Because this redheaded girl is getting bullied like By almost everybody, constantly. <laughs> I assume. I haven't. I, I swear to God, I haven't read this comic lister. Okay. Now, my guess is now I know you don't want to spoil things, but my guess is it gets increasingly more and more difficult to steal items of clothing because once people find that their school uniforms have been soiled, they're going to greater lengths to protect them, right? Right. And sometimes it's in bags, in purses, and school books. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just all over the desk. You mean the jizz? Yes. Okay. I was talking about... Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, again, I'm going to see if I can extrapolate some data here. I assume there's an arc where there's a teacher who's being rude to the redhead. And she deploys this little cum goblin Batman. To, like, fuck with the teacher's coffee or apple or something, right? I mean, that would have been very interesting, but no, a teacher never becomes the victim. Okay. How many of these individual volumes of manga have you read? There are only three volumes, and I've read all of them. Or maybe there's four. I think there's four, and I've read all of them. Okay. It's really good story. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I really don't want to spoil anything, but halfway through, it kind of very sharply shifts tone. It becomes like a catcher in the rye type of deal. It's very good. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the high school jizz vigilante comic's pretty good, huh? Uh-huh. It's pretty, great. Pretty good? Okay. How much would you pay me to read this comic? $15. How many volumes do I have to read? All four. I'm not reading all four for $15. My no. brain will never come back from that. I'll be ruined for life. Okay. How about $20? That's $5 a volume. No, not worth it. You don't come back from that. <laughs> These are images bad. you tear it's not hentai. You don't see like his cum or his penis. You don't see the cum. Okay, you see the cum one time. Of course you do. Of course you do. Of course you do. Of course you do. Because you got to communicate to the reader what happened. You can't just have reaction shots for everything. One time you got to see it. Okay, but you never see a penis or a vagina. I'll be honest. I think the cum is the worst part. <laughs> I think the cum is the worst part. Because it's like, is it? Because Just pretend it's glue. It's I will not pretend it's glue. <gasps> There's no good state to display that in. If it's hot out of the oven, that's bad. If it's been sitting around for a while, that's bad. It never looks good. <laughs> it never... How did you even find out about this comic book? Uh, I was listening to Ben Sane's brother's podcast and he starts talking about, he was like, oh yeah, like that one comic where he weaponized his jizz. And I was like, okay, pause this because I don't want to get spoiled. And then I went and I read the whole thing and it was awesome. You heard about this on Ben Sane's brother's uh, thing. Is yeah. that Ben Sane's brother telling you to do anything else like uh, join Antifa or I don't know, start making toilet wine? 
These saints are a bad influence on you. You became a communist almost overnight. I'm and that's Ben's fault. And no, now you're not. reading and now Other you're reading around. these Jizz Goblin comics. The whole Saint family has ruined. I've been radicalized. They're a bad influence on you, Sriracha. They're a bad influence. I don't think that's true. I don't think I don't want you. That's it. No more PCP in this house. The drug or the podcast. No more PCP. I can't drink my gallon of PCP. No. We're going to have you listen to nice podcasts like This American Life, Fresh Air with Terry Gross. No, not the Boomer cast. I hope you like car talk. They're both very funny. We could do it like Clockwork Orange style where you force me to become a Gen Xer. I'm going to give you the Ludovico test and I'm going to make you listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me where they don't make jokes. They just say things kind of funny. I hope you're happy, Saint family. I hope you're happy, PCP. Okay, can we talk? Is it possible that you watched or read any manga that wasn't horrifyingly disgusting that we can discuss? Um, We have completed Rent a Girlfriend. I'll take it. At this point, <laughs> I'll take it. It is a show about it is adorable prostitutes, but I'll take it. Why don't you explain what Rent a Girlfriend is to people? Uh, Rent a Girlfriend is a incredibly frustrating anime about a guy who's a simp and he... His, gr- his grandmother desperately wants him to find a girlfriend. So he rents a girlfriend. He got dumped by his real sexy girlfriend named Mommy. She was just like, I want to go fuck someone else now. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so he is so upset that he rents Chizuru, who is a literal prostitute. She's a rental girlfriend. Uh, you don't get to fuck her. You get to take her on dates, though. Mm-hmm. So he rents her, and he has such a good time that he decides to rent her again. But then in the period after he's, like, reading her reviews and he's getting pissed off, he's like, oh, she just used me. She just used me for money. So then he goes and he leaves a negative review. And she has, like, a perfect, like, on the Yelp of not prostitution prostitution she is five stars she's like number one in the city and so this guy leaves a one-star review which infuriates her because she's like i'm an incredibly good fake girlfriend right it really fucks up her ratings so uh he rants her again with the intention that he's just gonna chew her out and call her a whore and shit But then she shows up and she's so charming and it's kind of cute because on their first date, they went to the aquarium and she didn't know the names of any of the fish. And on the second date, she knows like all the names of the fish. So the implication there is that she went home and she was like, oh, this guy left me a bad review. I better study all the fucking fish before I go back to the museum. And then he's being a real dickhole and she pulls him aside. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? Did you not expect me to be a rental girlfriend? Because, you know, you went on the website, you clicked yes to the terms of service, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember what happens after that, but he's like, yeah, let's go visit my grandma at the hospital. Oh, yeah, she get, he gets a call from his grandma and the grandma's like having a heart attack or something. So they go to the hospital and the Mima is like, who is this girl that you're with? And he says, oh, this is my girlfriend, Chizuru. And it turns out, what a wacky coincidence, Chizuru's grandma is also in the same hospital. And she's like, yeah, this is my boyfriend. And now the two grandmas are conspiring to keep them together because the grandma realizes that virgin guy is such a fucking virgin that he will never be able to find a girlfriend. And then just wacky hijinks ensue. And this show sucks. It sucks real bad. I hate all of the characters. There's also a thing where it's like, 
heavily implied that like the grandma was about to die. Yeah. But like seeing this guy on this date with this prostitute, <laughs> like gave her the will to, she's like, finally I have something to live for. So like I have to keep pretending to date or an old lady's going to die. So every weekend he throws $120 here. <laughs> in yen version at this prostitute to go visit his grandma. Yeah. And, uh, and I, Sriracha has watched most of the episodes. I hopped in in episode seven. Um, why? Because we forgot our Hulu password. That's why. Oh, yeah. Otherwise. And it's cause Sriracha has the account and she linked it to one of her 900 weird email addresses. That's like, what is it again? Yandex. Yeah, it's like <laughs> these weird email addresses that only crypto criminals use. And like, she's got a bunch of them, Proton Mail, and like, whatever the fuck. She can't just use a normal Gmail address. I am. I can't create any more Gmails with my phone number. Really? Yeah, that's why I have to use Yandex and Proton Mail. Fun fact, kids. They gotcha? They got me. Oh, okay. If you ever need, just use my phone number. I haven't, I haven't totally maxed out my, uh, my Gmail address. You can only make like 20 email addresses or something. Only 20? Yeah, that's it. But with Yandex.org, you can make as many as you want because it's run out of Soviet Russia. There's a lot about, we've known each other for almost five years now. Our five-year anniversary of getting to know each other is coming up in January. There's still a lot about you I don't know. Yeah. So we can't get into our Hulu account. So I'm like, all right, let's put on some animation. Put some rent a girlfriend. I'm watching it. This is clearly a show for men who don't have the guts to order a prostitute. I mean, I think the fantasy here is men or the target market is a better phrase is men who have rented a rental girlfriend and who fell in love with her and who got immediately blocked on the app. And they're thinking, what if I, she did fall in love with me? Like, what if I did it correctly? Because, you know, you can make any single woman on earth fall in love with you. All you need to do is act correctly. Yeah, you just need to try hard enough. Just try and try and try. Which reminds me of another cartoon you were telling me about. Oh, Budokan? Budokan's yeah. fucking awful. Can you tell us about it? Okay, so Budokan is this terrible anime. I think the full name of it is, If My Favorite Idol Came to Budokan, I Would Die. And the plot of this, I shit you not, I am not making this up. Spoiler alerts for Budokan, by the way. Is there's this crazy obsessed fan who is like in love with this idol in Japan, this pop idol. And he spends all his time like following her on social media and sending her gifts and writing letters to her. And the big twist at the end is it turns out she was in love with him the whole time. Now that's some wish fulfillment. Holy moly. Isn't I that a terrible message to send to people? Like, oh yeah, you know that girl that thought on Instagram? Well, you just need to try harder. Now look, most media aimed at children or man children is wish fulfillment. Like the Avengers. What if you like had superpowers and flew around, but you also had friends and all your friends had superpowers? Or like Disney Channel shows like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. What if you got to live in a hotel? Wizards of Waverly Place. Like, what if you had magic powers? What if you were a member of the ant farm? What if you had psychic powers from that so Raven? What if you had psychic powers and your mom had psychic powers? Raven's house. Like, wish fulfillment. Granted, there's wish fulfillment. And then there's like dangerous, dangerous ideas to be putting out into the marketplace. What if you stalked an anime idol so much that she fell in love with you? 
the end. Yeah, no, she likes it, right? Like, yes, women clearly. On the, women on the internet love getting bombarded with messages and gifts. Oh my goodness gracious. All right, so that's scary. And then there's this other wish fulfillment cartoon because everyone was talking about someone named Uzaki-chan. And everyone, was, I, I'm seeing on my timeline because so many of our followers have anime avatars. <laughs> All of them do. I am now just, it's happening in the trending topics. Like, I get like a lot of like newer political news, like Mayor de Blasio farted again. And then like <laughs> a thing, all of a sudden it'll be like, Uzaki-chan. And I'm seeing everyone is yelling and screaming and they're all mad about Uzaki-chan. And I'm like, well, what, what the hell are they mad about? So I, I finally take a look at it. They're mad because she got big titty. Is that why they're mad? They're mad because she got big titty. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Which the, I think, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. The character, ahead. no, 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 no. The character design is ridiculous. Why do you explain the character design? I mean, everybody gets all up in arms on Twitter. I talk, I was talking about Nico with this. Mm -hmm. Everybody's all up in arms saying like, oh, this is pedophile bait because I guess she's short. And they say that she, this is not my quote, that she was designed to look like a toddler with giant G cup breasts for pedos. But... I think the reason that the show sucks is because the show is fucking garbage. And then, of course, you have like the Uzaki Protection Brigade <laughs> come out and be like, oh, no, this is my waifu. Fuck you. You don't know anything. But the show does suck. Can we agree that the show fucking sucks? Yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm glad that you've raised these two issues. These two big, firm issues. Floppy issues. Yeah. I've heard about the, the lolly, the pedo thing. But I personally don't see it. I watched that Uzaki-chan thing. She doesn't even look like a teenager to me. She looks like a girl in her 20s. Like, she looks like a short girl in her 20s who has a very large situation. Like, little girl, big happenings happening. Like, what is the fang thing? Because she also has, like, these, like, fangs. I don't mean she's a vampire. She says, like, fangs? Do you the know skin fang. There's a special word for it. I don't remember what it is. Is that like a child thing? Do like little kids so. have that? I don't get it either. Um, okay. Her t-shirt says Sugoi Dekai. Dekai. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting because I recently ordered some uh, some snacks from Sugoi Mart. Oh, I ordered a new rice maker from Sugoi Mart, which is like an online website. I was looking for a good rice maker at a reasonable price. And then Sriracha was like, Sugoi Dakai means super huge. And now I'm kind of understand why people are a little upset. A <laughs> <laughs> like, little bit on the nose. It's the, it's the entire nose. Like, there's no subtlety. It's about as unsubtle as her silhouette. Just putting super huge on her shirt. And that's really the main problem with the show is that there's exactly one joke, and it's Uzaki has huge tits. That is it. And then they repeat it for 23 minutes an episode. I will say the episode that I watched was kind of it's weird because like this character is designed. This character is like a pervert dream. <laughs> but at the same time, the one episode of this I watched before I said I can never watch this again. And full disclosure, we only watched one episode. <laughs> watched like episode I, I told her, put on episode seven because I don't want to see how they met. And I don't want a cliffhanger. I want a regular episode where like they go to the beach or some shit. And then, yeah, she put on episode seven. And it's like they go to a cat cafe and then they go to a bar. And the wish fulfillment aspect of this show is what if a really hot girl wanted to hang out with you 
the end. The end. That's the high concept. Like there's this dude and he is like a total introvert, passive loser who never wants to like leave his apartment. And he's like scared to pick up the phone. And this like exuberant, well-endowed woman. They're in college. Thank God. If they were in high school, I wouldn't. I would not have been able to watch this. I do kind of like that they're a little bit older. Yeah, me too. It makes it less creepy. Yeah. And like, so like, she calls him up and she's like, "Let's go to the cat cafe today. Let's go." And then like, she drags him there. And then she like tickles him with her feet. Yeah, there's this whole big bizarre segment where she like he gets a Charlie horse or something, and she very sexually steps on his legs. Yeah, and she's like tickling his legs with her bare feet. All right, because they have to take their shoes off to go to the cat cafe. Oh, yeah, very interesting that only he had socks on. Isn't that convenient? (laughs) And then there's like a lot. And there's so much animated foot play that the lady who runs the cat cafe goes like, you guys have to leave. (laughs) And then they get banned from the. I did like that. It's like, I would ban them from my cat cafe too. And then Uzaki-chan's like, well, actually, no, it was the guy that wanted to go to the cat cafe. And Uzaki-chan's like, all right, but then you got to do me a favor. You got to take me out to a bar and get me drunk. On her 20th birthday, because that's like 21 in Japan. And then she's so drunk, she can't go home. And then she like starts making moves on him. And he's like, cut it out, stop it, stop it, cut it out. That's another weird thing about all the anime that we watched because there was a fourth anime. This was an anime heavy weekend for us. It was called My First Girlfriend is a Gal. Hajimete no Garu. Yes. In every single one of these animes, Hajimete no Galu, uh, Uzaki-chan, Rent-a-Girlfriend. Um, It's always like the girl that's the aggressor. It's always like a girl being like, like we watched one episode of Rent-a-Girlfriend where this dude's girlfriend takes her to a hotel room and she's like, Fuck me right now. I want you to fuck me. I rented us a hotel room. Why won't you fuck me? And the guy's always like, what? Ah! Oh, no. I'll, I'll be right back. I got to go. Go, 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 go. That didn't actually happen. That was in his fantasy. No, it wasn't a fantasy. The hotel room was. The, no, You're hotel- thinking of the karaoke room. No, no, no. I'm not. In Rent-A-Girlfriend, the girl with the bow in her hair. Oh, no. I'm See, I'm talking about Hajimete no Galru. Okay. Well- as you can see, these shows are incredibly similar. Because all of them suck dick. And it's just it's just like, uh, the thing that frustrates me most about these shows is that all these guys are so passive. They're cucks. They're all cucks. They just, all these girls are chasing them and they like actively run away from like sexual contact. Like, uh, like. You know, the, the Uzaki-chan's like, let's get into bed together. And he's like, no, no, no. And it's like, what? Uzaki-chan, this is, haven't you read what's on her shirt? You got to get this thing going here. Because if you're watching anime, you're a cuck. I suppose that's true. <laughs> yeah, so it's like- uh, Like there are no alpha chads who are like, I'm going to bang some puss and then watch Hajimete no Gyaru. I suppose there aren't. Yeah, okay. So out of all the animes we watched this weekend, which one's your favorite? Um, I'm going to go with Rent-A-Girlfriend. Mm. Just because the one chick, the one with the short blonde hair, I really like her. I hate the rest of them, and I hope they all die in a fire, but I kind of like the crazy girl. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I think I like Rent-A-Girlfriend the best, too. Like, um, Who's your waifu? I really like the girl with the boner hair that acts as bunny ears. I think her name's Rika. Yeah, Rika. She's like very forward. She's like always like cornering this guy and she's like always like demanding that he like 
make a move and like get some stuff done. Yeah, the girl who literally begs him to date her. Yeah, it's great. I like that. I like her. I like the main girl. The main girl is like very well designed. Uh, Chizuru. Hate her. Okay. And I like the blonde haired girl too, who's like a real mean girl. Oh yeah. The fucking power play where she rents the main rents girlfriend and then just lets her sweat for the whole day. Yeah. Like one of them rents the other one just to humiliate them. Just to fuck with her. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. It was really cool. I was kind of like, wow, this is a really good show. Um, is there any anime you're looking forward to? Because you told me that this is something called seasonal garbage. Yeah, we are eating seasonal garbage right now. And and like Suraj explained to me that like every season there's like a new, they pour like more garbage into the garbage trough for the pigs to eat their slop. Right. They uh, pull their ass cheeks apart and shoot diarrhea all over the screen. <laughs> right into our episodes. mouths. Right into our mouths. Um, I would want to see the next season of Food Wars because we're very behind on our Food Wars. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The last time we watched Food Wars, they made it to the Council of Food or the... The, the Elite 10 or whatever. Yeah, They're in charge of all the food in Japan now or something. And it was really cool. It was really nice. It was a great place to end the series. But yeah, of it's not. clear that they won't because I guess this is profitable as fuck. Uh, yeah. OK, so we got to catch up forward. And you told me that because I know you love Love Live, that there's another Love Live coming out. There's a third Love Live coming out that was not supposed to. The only thing I know about this next season is what Archangel of Life, God bless his soul, has told us about it on Discord. And apparently it is about a bunch of girls because the first two seasons of Love Live are about forming an idol club to save the school. Mm-hmm. And this next season, it turns it backwards and it's about forming a school to save the school idol club <laughs> <laughs> or something. I don't know. They're characters from the mobile game. And I guess they got popular enough that they were like, we are going to milk this cock. <laughs> And so all these weebs and squeebs empty their wallets directly into our mouths. That's what I think is kind of cool. They're like, okay, I know a little bit about Love Live because I, me and Sriracha have known each other for a while. Like, they make a series of Love Live with the, this little school band. Then they make another series of Love Live. And it's like the people in the second school band idolize the people in the first school band. So apparently all these nerds were like, we want more Love Live. We want more Love Live. And Japan was like, ah, oh, we'll give you a video game that's got like new people in it, but uh, we're not going to spend the money on a cartoon. It seems like you addicts don't need us to spend more money on a cartoon. And then they were like, open wallet. Take it, take it, take my yen. <laughs> and then, and so now they're making the people from the Love Live mobile game have their own show. I kind of like that. I like that these like little mobile game characters made good. They got so popular that they're like, all right, fine. You can have your own stupid cartoon. Fuck it, you stupid weebs. Is this what makes you happy? I like that. I don't know why I like that, but I like it's like an underdog story for Japanese capitalism. For massive corporations. Yeah, what an underdog story. (laughs) All right. Well, we will be going from underdog to underfoot in our next segment. We've got an interview that you won't want to miss, and we will be right back after this with more of the Loudest Podcast. Oh, uh, the phone's ringing. Uh, hello? Uh, hello? Hello, is this Asterios Kokonos? Yeah, and, and Sriracha, is this famed sex scientist Connor Leshner? Dr. Hentai? Is that <laughs> you, Dr. Why, why Hentai? How did you get my number? What's up? How you doing? You no, called no. us asshole. 
<laughs> now, listeners, you might remember Connor. Uh, he's called in a couple of times. Whenever we actually, whenever we have like a real sex question, we talk to him. And Connor's not one of these like sex experts that goes on podcasts or on YouTube where it's like their only expertise is they've done a lot of fucking. I've got Connor's Google Scholar page open, and he has multiple published. Papers. I would even argue that the titles of these indicate that Connor has had less sex than the average sex expert. For example, uh, in 2018, three different scholars cited his paper, quote, my group is discriminated against, but I'm not. Denial of personal discrimination in furry, brony, anime, and general interest fan groups. Uh, You've you got another paper here, Dress for Success. How cosplay plays a role in relationships, dynamics, theories, and implications of the Proteus effect on cosplay. What the hell is the Proteus effect? So the Proteus effect is this effect that happens when um, you're in like a character, like you're playing a character. And after you're asked to leave the role, you still have some of the traits of that character um, for like a short period of time. So like the way uh, the original study was done is they used World of Warcraft characters. So people played as these World of Warcraft characters. And then after they left, they were told to do a like um, a task where they negotiated and they found that uh, taller characters and more attractive characters characters were better at negotiating than shorter characters and unattractive characters. Damn. Goodness gracious. Well, I mean, because Sriracha often pretends to be Ben Shapiro, but then like, even when she stops, she will still like be asking for like fact and logic based opinions on things. That is true. But that is not because I'm playing a character. It's because Ben has possessed me. (laughs) Is that what's been happening? We share a consciousness now because I convinced him to sign up for an OnlyFans. How did you convince him to sign up for an OnlyFans? I told him that that wh- what's her name Bella Thorne made a million dollars, and he was like, "I'm not a hooker." <laughs> I don't, I, I disagree. Then, then I hit him over the head with a bat, and I brought him to my dungeon, and I fused our consciousnesses together. Mm-hmm. So now we are both in control of one another. <laughs> Next question. Is that why you've been so obsessed with feet recently? <laughs> you've been why talking I, a lot about feet, Sriracha. That is true. Hypothetically speaking, <laughs> if I were to have been talking so much about feet, it would not be about my own feet. It would be about Congresswoman <laughs> Alexandria Oscario Cortez, <laughs> succulent toes, and delicious souls. <laughs> okay. Well, this it does get to the reason why we're talking to you. There's been like a foot apocalypse in our personal lives lately. Sriracha's wearing her socks all over the place. She's trying to sell her socks online for $500 minimum. We got people and their feet ruining the discord. And so I want to know, it's like, what's the psychological, psychosexual, evolutionary desire behind feet? Because I get why people want big boobs. They want to be able to give their kids big milky so the kids live. I understand why the evolutionary desire behind big butts, big butts can make big farts and big farts are hysterical. But like feet, why are people getting so turned out by feet? What's what's up with this? So when you texted me about this, I decided to do a little bit more research about what's so interesting about feet. And there have been about 50 years of research looking at different fetishes, feet included. And uh, the only answer is that there really is no answer. Um, 
for instance, one of the papers I found said that people are into getting stepped on because it's like a masochism thing. Others were like, oh, because when uh, you're, you know, you're getting stepped on, you can look up and see underneath like the women's like skirt or things like that. Um, it's there's there's a lot of possible answers. Um, and obviously we can get into it uh, related to, you know, sweat and the actual like feminine uh, uh, genes that are associated with it as well. Um, but there's no easy answer on it, if that makes sense. No, no, that does make sense. Now, you brought up sweat. Let's start there. Like, uh, I noticed that these feet people want sweaty, stinky socks, not clean socks that have just been maybe worn once. They want like the stinkiest, sweatiest, grimiest socks. Now, scientifically speaking, from an evolutionary perspective, are dirty feet hotter than clean feet? It's actually more related to the pheromones and scent that comes from sweat rather than the actual like clean cleanliness or dirtiness. Um, so whenever you are really like attracted to somebody, uh, the smell of like them will cause you to, you know, become more aroused, um, so when you are really interested in someone, especially like you're really interested in someone's feet or you're interested in someone's clothing uh, because you find them attractive, having something that smells like them will be more arousing. Okay. This makes sense to me. I read like a BuzzFeed headline a long time ago that was like, if you like the smell of someone else's BO, it's because you're like biologically more compatible to make a baby that won't have birth defects. Sarat, have you, you remember this? Uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. And I understand what you're saying about the feet. Because, like, if you want something that smells like somebody else, you don't want it just to smell a little bit. You want to get your money's worth. You want mm -hmm. super smell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like those delicious yeah, and, toes. Yeah, and plus, like, so the way socks are viewed in the community, um, similar to, you know, other types of underwear, um, are that they are the last line of defense in between something that can be seen as scandalous. Naturally, um, you know, sneakers cover your feet the same way that pants and, um, you know, shirts cover uh, your other delicates. But, you know, people find underwear sexy. people, And so socks are sort of a similar aspect to other parts of you know someone's underwear the if that underwear makes sense. of the toes <laughs> exactly is there like an alpha foot is there a kind of foot that's like the hottest foot like who's got the hottest feet and like how do you make sure you've got the hottest feet it's interesting that you mentioned that because there is someone who does have the hottest feet <laughs> oh who oh who might that be ben my wife alexandria ocario <laughs> wait what <laughs> You married to AOC? I did. We hate fuck each other every night. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, Connor, help us out here. Who's good? What's the hottest kind of foot? Um, so I wasn't able to find any like real research on this, but looking into some forums around the community, people are really attracted to larger feet. Wow. The bigger, the better, like with boobies. Wow. Or butts. Mm -hmm. That yeah. was an episode well, of King of the Hill, you know? Yeah, because Peggy had those giant like... Those giant roach stompers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Peggy could, have, Peggy could have made a lot of wine with those feet. Wait, wait a minute. Now, look, I know you don't know why, but can you make an even an uneducated guess as to why the bigger the feet, the better? Maybe because the bigger feet can run faster from the tigers or something. I, I think there's 
multiple reasons why it could be. I think um, some reason why larger feet might be good is it might correspond with, um, you know, the hourglass figure Mm. that uh, women have. So um, the hourglass figure is if you have wider birthing hips, then you are more able to have children. But if you have larger hips, you're not going to have smaller feet because that would make you off balanced. Oh, nice. I see. I was thinking it was like, because bigger feet can sweat more. Of course. <laughs> sweat up, you get more mon- more bang for your buck. There's more stink in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there's the opposite where it's like, um, like ballerinas have daintier feet, but they're also much more petite, like just body type wise. Mm. So it, it's almost like if you're like interested in more petite women, you're probably interested in smaller feet. But if you're interested in like, you know, MILFs or things like that, you're probably interested in average to above average size feet. That does make sense. I can't imagine a dainty-footed MILF. Like, I simply can't. Like, when I think of a big MILF, I think of some big peats. Yeah, like, so what I'm hearing is if you like big mommy milky, you like big feet. If you like little mommy milky, you like little feet. How can I maximize my foot sales? How can I maximize my foot sales? Scientifically speaking, give a scientifically backed techniques that we can use um you're not gonna be happy with my response since you are you know looking for a 500 dollars buyer um naturally in like the free market which um i'm sure half of uh sriracha can um agree with um it's always about supply and demand so Mm -hmm. i think if you start out Mm -hmm. by offering a lower uh, amounts, then you'll get more people interested and then slowly raise it over time until you have a big enough following that you have more and more people wanting to join. Cause it, you know, you know how, like when you're like selling cocaine or heroin, mm-hmm. I imagine both of you have experience with this. Mm-hmm. Um, half of me does like the, the first one's always free. Like yes. that's because like, you know, you have to get them hooked, but you know, socks aren't going to have the smell forever. They're going to, you know, lose the, they're going to lose like the power, if you will. The pungency. So into it, they are more interested in getting more, you know, pairs of socks from you. And then that's where you raise the price. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got to get them addicted to my feet first. Nice. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Wait, now has, is science currently working on a way to keep that foot stink fresh forever? Some sort of chamber like you know, a, a wand that I can rub in that sock and then like 3D print the smell of, uh, I don't know, Bella Thorne's feet. What, is science going to fix this? I mean, if you spit if you spit in a can and then you make it like an aerosol, that's basically the same thing. <laughs> if we could, wow, that's a brilliant goddamn idea. Holy shit, yeah, that would be, I bet somebody would pay for my tonsil stones. <laughs> well, I'm thinking it's like Sriracha's feet in a can. It's like Sriracha's feet that you could carry around with you and make what, what, like, then you could spray that on other socks. And you could spritz it in your mouth, too. Yes, <laughs> you can. And you and other place, other parts of your body. All right. This is brilliant. What is the average price of a sock? $15. Is it, wait, is it $15? No, I have no idea. <laughs> used, uh, used, like, let's say an OnlyFans girl socks. Sure. So I think it depends on, you know, country as well as the individual. Yes, of course. So obviously in Japan, um, you know, every time I'm on, we always talk about Japan. Mm -hmm. Um, They have vending machines that sell just so like 
different types of panties that are all used and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's probably not going to go very far in a country like that. Right. Where the supply in- is far outstripped the demand. Yeah. And with things like OnlyFans, see, this is getting into my research specifically, things like OnlyFans, because there is such a huge presence of, you know, people on there. I think that, um, you know, any any type of digital service will go down in price because there's going to be so many people flooding the market. Mm. I, um, I want to say that I, th- I think dirty socks might go for... 20 or so 25 right now yeah nice but you should be watching you should be watching this market because i i I can almost guarantee you that the more that digital foot picks become a thing people are going to be wanting more of the in-person real thing so i think right now we're at sort of a market you know medium because OnlyFans is still in the process of taking off Mm. but you give it a couple years when every like a lot more people have OnlyFans, a lot more people are going to be looking for you know actual you know socks if that makes sense um the same way that you know pornography has gotten big now people are investing in different types of sex toys or you know sex robots mm-hmm. um which are you know able to bring the virtual into the reality now speaking of sex robots how close is jeff bezos to making femboy cat cat girls real um <laughs> um <laughs> so um sex robots are technically a thing already um i think fem so like do you mean like organic femboy cat girls or like mechanical femboy cat girls no organic like grown in a lab femboy cat girls so i think it's a couple years away because i think jeff bezos has to take over the um you know the human rights council before Mm. he can actually Mm. put that into effect regulations once again (laughs) regulations are standing between me and what i want a femboy cat girl this is why i say all the time that the free market (laughs) will regulate itself i should have had it is the year 2020 i should have had my own femboy cat girl in my closet by this time i I mean mean, the fun thing though is like as soon as or i mean that you should be wary about that because um as soon as we're able to like 3d print like organic material then no one's ever going to want to buy someone's used socks again because they can just make um you know a fake version of that for probably a lot cheaper or once you can dial a smell exactly like a 3d printer for sense does make like I don't feel like we're too far away from that. It's just like uh, you got to find the right molecules and mix them up and print them out of a little hose. All of a sudden, I'm I'm smelling Bella Thorne's feet right from my home. And God forbid that the formula for her feet gets out there. Now we've got counterfeit foot smells out there. The the, The floor crashes from the foot market and feet love floors. And the next thing you know, everybody's socks are worthless. I guarantee you China's going to be the one to fuck this up. Like there's yeah. terrible yep. reviews on Amazon. Like I bought this, <laughs> I bought this formula for, uh, Alec, Alexandria Cario Cortez's feet. It smells exactly like the Ben Shapiro model. I want my money back. Of course they are. They screw up everything. Well, I, I mean, you're also getting into a thing like as soon as people are able to like around, like like just go through your trash and find your socks, they can just mass produce like any scent they want as well. Like we're gonna we're gonna get at a huge point where it's gonna be like paparazzi, but for stealing organic material. We need to burn our all of our organic. Oh my god, I'm gonna need to burn my old deodorants. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you almost never ever throw out your socks yes all right that's good all right so we got to hoard our socks for longer 
this is all really good information. This is really, really good information. This is Make really sure good. you vacuum pack it, like vacuum seal it, mm-hmm. um, just because that keeps in like the um, what people find interest in the the organic material, the biological like sweat. Um, if you if you vacuum seal it, it it'll last that much longer versus um, if you just keep it in your sh- in like your closet or something. Keep it fresh. Exactly. All right, Connor. Now you've been uh, in school for years. You've got six published papers here on Google Scholar. Uh, look him up, Connor Leshner, L-E-S-H-N-E-R. Are you going for your doctorate? And if so, will you be going by the name Dr. Hentai? Um, I, I will not uh, just because, or so to answer your first question, I do want to get the doctorate eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I am going to take some time off of school to um, teach English in Estonia because Estonia has a huge tech culture. Cool. Um, yeah. So um, I will take some time off for that, but I hope to, you know, return and finish my doctorate before too long. Um, I don't want to call myself Dr. Hentai because I recently found out while writing about incels that um, there is a guy who goes on Amazon by the name Dr. Incel. And mm. I don't want to be I don't want to be associated with uh, someone like that, even like if there's no real relation. What about Professor Feet? We got to brand this guy, Sriracha. Help me brand this guy. Connor Leshner. I'm not taking sex. Look, no offense. I'm not taking sex advice from Canadian sex scientist Connor Leshner. What about Coomer Leshner? What about Emperor Coomer? (laughs) No, no. It's got to have an academic thing. Professor. Dr. Emperor Coomer. What about Dean Coomer? I like that. Dean Coomer. Dean Doctorate in Coom Studies. Yes. Graduated Mega Coom Coom. <laughs> All right, Connor. Thank you so, so much. Thanks for thanks for calling in. Thanks for giving us your time today. And where can people find you on the social media? Yeah. So if they want to see more about my writing, both um, you know, popular as well as academic, they can follow me on Twitter at C E Leshner. Uh, so letter C, letter E, L E S H N E R. Um, I mostly just write about sex and stuff and shit post about politics. That's perfect. Perfect. All right, Connor, thank you so much. And you listeners, you find him, you find him on Google Scholar, read his stuff. All right, we'll be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. That's it for the show this week. Uh, as I'm recording this, it is Tuesday night. The debates are in 20 minutes, and I can't wait to see these boomers rumble to rip each other apart. But don't forget, you guys, go to patreon.com slash Today is the last day you can get September sticker from our Sticker of the Month Club. Patreon.com slash Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.